morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Cottage Tech episode 17. Dude, how you doing? Hey man, you know what? I'm not sure if it's morning, afternoon, or evening. I think I've had a couple too many. Um, do you think it has something to do with the fact that we basically drank our way down the cottage road this morning? Oh, I think that, you know what? I don't know, but uh, yeah, it was a good trip. Uh, yeah, we, 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 we took a traveler that, by the way, is a uh, beer and a beer cozy in the, uh, in the jacket pocket that you head off with. Because, yeah, of course, so, we, so we hit, uh, we, we hit the, uh, the one cottage first. We're not going to use real names here, as we never do. And, uh, and we just went up in the screen porch and had a beer and chatted and uh, caught up on times, and that was nice. Uh, of course, we'd had a couple beers before we left, but uh, nonetheless. And then we moved on down. Now, Cliff actually headed back home. I went, uh, I'm now the uh, president of the Road Association, so I yeah, went to I see my secretary who was out on the boat, so I missed him. So I went to see the treasurer, and the treasurer was in a very perplexed situation, trying to install, a reassemble a hide-a-bed. And uh, knowing that uh, he couldn't do it by himself, I offered help, and seeing that the two of us couldn't work it out, in spite of copious amounts of beer, I suggested we go back and get Cliff, which was, turned out to be a great... Uh, suggestion. Why didn't he just put it back together the way he took it apart? Uh, wait, did you say copious amounts of beer? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm glad he came to get me, dude. Yeah, well, and not only that, he had taken it apart about three years ago, and he could not remember if he took the the whole assembly out from the top or the bottom. So Is we it? had tried putting in from the bottom. And, I mean, there's some great analogies I'm thinking in my head here, which I'm not going to go into. And then... Uh, we it's tried to slip bed. it in Let's through the top, and uh, the middle didn't kind of fit. It was going to rip the fabric, and uh, so I said, hey, hang on. Just drive me back. I'm going to get Cliff. I tried phoning, because uh, I actually have a phone now uh, rehooked up, but uh, nobody answered there outside. So we drove back. We grabbed Cliff. We grabbed Karen. We went back, and uh, we did get it together. And, in fact, they uh, rewarded us with, oh, my goodness, a beer. You know, I I I kind I kind of like working that way. It's it's kind of neat that you can kind of go do something and give someone a hand to help them out, and they pay you in beer. Fantastic. So we worked our way up the road, had a few beers. Hey, let's go to the next car and see if we can do something there, bro. Yeah, and we did a you know it's a good Samaritan thing, and uh, we worked our way back. And uh, so on the way back, we heard some uh, chopping going on from the neighbors on the south or the north side of the road. We we actually popped in on them on our way out, but. Uh, yeah, that's the Barn Boys. The Burns Boys. Yeah, but they were, uh, I think, sleeping. So we uh, we had kept going on. But they were obviously there was uh, some chopping going on. So we we wandered over with the beer in hand to see what what was going on next door. I think I know what the problem was. Mm. It took me like five seconds. I took one look at what they were doing. I assessed it. What were they doing, Cliff? Uh, they were trying to split a log. Yeah, well, we do that all the time. Yeah, I know. They, I mean, I mean yeah, we're they all were, getting ready. It's, yeah. You know, it's fall. It's, it's September. It's we're fall. getting we ready. We've got firewood. you got to split the firewood. Yeah, um, exactly. Of course we're splitting logs. We've got to get the firewood had, for the winter. They had a big log they were trying to split. It was up on top of the splitting log, which mm-hmm. is the log because you don't want to hit the ground with the axe. So you and when we it. say big log, this was what? But probably about a 14 inches in diameter. It was a good yeah, size. Yeah, it wasn't really, really big. Uh, and, it was, but, and it was oak, so it was solid. It was really hard. Yeah, hard but I immediately assessed what the problem was. Well, I did too. They had two axes in the log. I well exactly, and the and big one they were beating on with a sledgehammer. Yeah, and neither of them were going anywhere. I think they put, should, should have just because they had like you know the two nice and evenly spaced around the log. Now, now here's where Cliff and I differ. You see, Cliff, it's hard to believe because I'm 
I will venture that I'm a little more on the creative side of things because I'm a writer. And Cliff is more the technician and the practical guy. But, you know, the opposite kind of personalities came out around this dilemma as these guys were pounding away on these two axes which were lodged into the top of this piece of wood. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. You were trying to figure out how, how to help them how to help them split the log, and you were like, you know, why use axes? Just go get the chainsaw and cut it in half. Exactly. Like, like forget this effort of manual labor. Pull, pull the cord, crank her up, hit the throttle, and just... Don't split it. Slice it. Slice it in half. I mean, what's the problem here? You know what I think it was? What it was? It was. It must have been. It must have been. It must have been an artsy, an artsy fartsy beer I had up at the uh, at the sofa bed, dudes. Well, that's what surprised me because I got know, really creative. Yeah, and 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 Cliff's solution was kind of a unique one, which you know I'm kind of embarrassed I didn't think of because I'm supposed to be the creative side. I thought it was brilliant, man. Yeah, and throw a third axe in the log and call it garden art. <laughs> there you go. You know, hey, it's, people are going to look at it and go, like, what's that? It's gar- it's cottage garden art. I mean, everybody knows that there's axes and splitting firewood at the cottage. So, of course, why not have some garden art with, with an, a log with three axes? Arts Council Canada put it in the Ottawa Museum. Half a million dollars. I bet we could have got it. And it's not like axes are expensive at cottage country. There's usually, most places have at least three of them, if not four or five. You know what? If we had dripped maple syrup over the top of that with the third axe. Oh, axe man. Added a little tortier, you know, in between the axes, like three slices, uh, one, two, three, probably four, right? I think we're talking Canada Council Grant here. I think we could have probably got 800,000, had it in the museum in Ottawa. There's no question. But actually, you know, it's, they they just got to pay a little more attention when they cut trees down and they 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 they, they chop them up into the logs to split. They got to pay a little more attention to where the uh, the uh, the 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 tree branches and the, uh, the the big knots in the stumps are because you can't split a stump with an axe. I don't care how hard you hit it with a sledgehammer, you can't split a stump with an axe. Well, those poor buggers were hammering away at it. But of course, and again, I, I mentioned we always we always use fictitious names. So obviously, Burns is not a real name. I mean, who would call himself Burns? You realize right? what else they were hammering away at it with? What, what was that, Cliff? Beers. Well, <laughs> did you yes. see the table? I, hey, I got to give these guys credit for one thing. They go through a lot of beer. Hey, they're organized. I noticed they had like the entire two four all lined up in nice even rows. Yeah, and, and they built uh, a garage just as, for their as ATVs. Emptied, as they emptied one, they slid it to the other end of the table. Yeah, yeah. They got uh, they got the beers flowing all the time. They got their uh, ATVs, four wheel drives. I mean, it's great. These guys are fantastic. But when it comes to splitting wood, I don't know. I was, I, they, <laughs> I mean, they had a real problem today. They just don't give up. But I'll tell you, the the artistic aspect, Cliff, I thought you were fantastic. It it would have just been a beautiful work of art. And I think the Canadian government would have paid, like, a lot of money for that. Okay, a little bit of toile around the base and maybe some, uh, you know, some some gold lame on the axe handles. Okay, am I going too far on the creative side? Not at all. But you know what, Cliff? Uh, we weren't exactly just sitting around doing nothing today either. It is fall. We're collecting firewood, and we're doing the same type of thing. Yeah. So we, the, uh, you know, Cliff, Cliff to took split. down Cliff took down two trees today. One on the neighbor's lot, which we won't tell them about, and one on our lot. Well, it was kind of neighbor's lot as well, which he started last year. And uh, we yeah, got we quite had... a quite a bit of wood down for the for the winter. We're not there yet, but uh, but uh, we're in pretty good shape actually. So, yeah, but, you know, Cliff, thanks very much for getting that going. And, hey, you're uh, welcome. But still, you know, 
I had to go drop it. I had to go drop a maple tree out in the bush. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you have right, any idea how much? You work know it what, is? Cliff? I hate to tell you this, but usually that's where you find the maple trees. Yeah, I know. It's, it's funny how that works. Why can't they like grow them right next to the woodshed? It would be so much easier if they'd grow it right I by know. the woodshed. I think with genetic engineering, we should we should develop trees that grow up to approximately an eight inch diameter, about thirty feet tall, and at that point. They disintegrate because, I mean, you should, should be able to do this with genetic engineering. They not only fall down, but they actually split it at 12 to 14 inch intervals along the, I think, you know, the I trunk think, you know, I think, and then you know, split apart sideways. And then all you have to do is put them in the wheelbarrow and take them over to the woodshed. You know, it's like when elephants die, all the other elephants come over and, and take away the bones of the dead elephant and hide them and squirrel them away places. Quite frankly, I've never heard of that. Quite. I think we have to teach trees that when the tree dies... The other trees, chop them, split them, and put them in the woodshed. Mm. Might be a little difficult without any limbs. Oh, trees have limbs. Trees have plenty of limbs, man. They got tons of limbs. I think it might take a few generations to get that done. I think we've got to work on it. Hey, genetic engineering. All I know is, man, there's no way in the world I'm going to haul a 30-, 35-foot maple tree out of the bush on my back. Uh, I think we need some help, dude. What do we got? Well, I got a wheelbarrow with a very flat tire. Um, you mean you didn't get the BMW wheelbarrow with the uh, run-flat Brickstone tire? This sucker, I don't know where the hole is. I can't find it. But every weekend I come up, that thing is flatter than a friggin' donut. I know where the hole is. i got to pump the darn thing up every weekend. I know where the hole is. Where is it? It's where the hissing noise is. Yeah, but there's no hissing noise. That's because the hiss- there's no air in it. The only hissing noise comes from the rattlesnakes and... Well, that's another story. Well, that's what ha- that's the problem. Every time you put air in the tire, it hisses, and you beat it with a stick. Yeah, no, it's it's. I've greased that sucker up. I've done everything. I just can't. But anyway, I think we need a run flat tire for the wheelbarrow. Mm. Couldn't agree with you more. So why don't you go do it? There's the deal. Hey, so okay. we got, we got a whole a bunch. Of, the good thing tool. is we got a whole bunch of wood stacked up. It's got to be split, but I think we got enough wood for the winter overall. Some of it's pretty wet though. That concerns me a bit. We're stacking it. We're putting it under plastic. Let it dry out a bit. We're going to uh, put in the wood shed, uh, left to right, the driest wood to the wettest wood. So when we work through in the winter. We start on. We always start on the left side, and by the time we get to the right side, hopefully it's dried out a bit, and we will still have wood that will burn in the fireplace in the winter. Keep us warm, cozy. Uh, in that minus 20, minus 30 degree weather, that's Celsius, so which is what? Which is what? I don't know. 20, uh, minus 40 Celsius? is minus 40, so that's minus 10 Fahrenheit to minus 20 Fahrenheit to minus 40 Fahrenheit. Okay, you never told me there was going to be math involved. Uh, I, I get confused myself. But anyway, we I think we've got enough wood there. We just have to split it now. And as I say, some is kind of wet. I'm a little concerned about that. But by the time we get through the uh, next six months... Hopefully that stuff will be dry enough to uh, to burn in the fireplace. So we're doing pretty well. Uh, we hauled all this wood out. Uh, we cut a lot of, well, quite a bit today, actually. We did very, very well. I'm pretty proud of ourselves. So, so we're going to have to come up another weekend to split all this firewood to put it in the wood box? I sure as hell hope so, because I want to be up lots of weekends through the Good. fall and you re- winter. You realize, of course, that means we've got to try and get out of the city to get up here. Now, getting out of the city can be a problem. Man, I hate that. A Friday night, so traffic is so bad. You either have to be on the road by noon these days, or in my case, I wait until about 7, 8, well, last night was 9 o'clock before I finally got things together and left. But at least 
you know, the traffic is down, so you don't have to sit bumper to bumper, crawling, starting, stopping, except, you know what, Cliff? Yep. I had the worst friggin' experience coming up this Friday night. What, OPP radar trap? No. The geez. aircraft were flying? No, not Tanker at all. Tanker fire? No, that not that either. Major pileup? Uh, all those things you expect didn't happen. Got hungry and had to stop at McDonald's? No, I ran into a turkey. Uh-oh. I did. Hey, I didn't think. I know they just introduced the wild turkeys up north here. You didn't hit one of them, did you? Not at all. But I, oh, I tell man, you, I came so close. I wanted, I, would be really, really ticked. I really wanted to hit this this turkey. I'll tell you. I was merging from the 400 south onto the 401, or sorry, part of me, the QEW. No, that's not where I was at all. I was on the, on the here Ontario, which is Highway 10 south. Merging on the QEW West. And when you do this merge, now the whole intersection is under construction. So I, I had empathy ads, did the car in front of me. But when you merge going west, you have a your own lane. You, you turn right, you go on your own lane. You're not even on the freeway yet. You've got about 100, 200 yards of merge lane. Yeah, and that's got, where you're supposed to like have the drag race with the other people on the well, highway. Well, you, you get up. I mean, the idea is you can pull up. You've got tons of room to pull up to speed and the merge into the traffic. Well, we get just on the ramp, and I have to hit the brakes, hammer the brakes, so I don't rear end the guy in front of me. He was hammered the brakes, so he doesn't rear in front, rear end the guy in front of him, who has come to a complete friggin' stop on the ramp. Now, being Canadians and being considerate and polite, we sit there for way too long waiting for this guy because, hey, the, the intersection is under construction and if it's your first time on an intersection, you may not know you have your own lane before you, you have to, to merge. You, you need to inspect the cement work. Well, exactly. You, you know, there's places where you don't have a large merge lane you, you, and the, the traffic's busy, it's rush hour. And so you think... Okay, I'll give the guy the break, right? He's got to figure out he hasn't been here before. He hasn't figured out he's got his own lane. While we're sitting there, and we're sitting there. So finally, the guy in front of me is being like a real Canadian. He's not doing anything. So I I hit the horn in a very polite toot, toot. You know, move your butt, move your butt. The guy sits there. Guy in front of me takes a clue, and he hits the horn a little more aggressively. Honk, honk. The guy sits there. So now I start leaning on my horn. I'm not one to lean on the horn, but I'm leaning on the horn. And the guy in front of me starts leaning on the horn. Finally, this guy moves. So we thought, oh, thank goodness. He moves out into the merge lane, which is, as I say, it's 1 to 200 yards long. There's tons of space. You Time can for a drag race. You, you could. And he he starts moving up this lane, and he gets up about 30 feet, 40 feet, you know, four car lengths. He hits the brakes and he stops. He's got another 100, 150 yards in front of him. The guy stops. He comes to a complete friggin' stop. Dude, you're not supposed to stop in the middle of the drag strip. Shit. The guy in front of me hits the brakes. I hit the brakes. And the guy's sitting there. So, out come the horns again. As much as I don't like hitting the horn. This is unbelievable. This guy is sitting on the merge lane at a full stop waiting for the traffic which is rush hour, to give him a big enough space so he can merge over from zero to 60 or zero to 100 kilometers an hour in, like, five feet. Like, this guy was the absolute, unbelievable, 
turkey of the day. You got it, dude. I hate those guys that stop at the bottom of on-ramps. I saw a guy do it uh, in, 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 in Greater Metro Toronto. We have two major highways, uh, Highway 400 and Highway 401. 401 is the one that goes through the middle of the city. 400 comes down from up north. I've actually seen someone stop at the bottom of the ramp from the 400 to the 401. Well, I've got to tell you, what's even scarier is these guys get to vote. In both the states and Canada that's fallen into an election, no wonder we're all in such bad shape. You got it, dude. Hey, turkey of the day, people will stop at the end of on-ramps. Tool of the day? Oh, it's got to be the wheelbarrow, dude. There's hey. no way I was hauling that tree out of my back. Absolutely, especially when it has a wheel that isn't flat. It wasn't a power tool. It doesn't burn gas, doesn't burn electricity, doesn't make a whole lot of noise, doesn't wake up the neighbors. But Yeah, so no what's good with it, then? It's, Those are all the bad things, Cliff. It's another hand tool. Oh, okay. It's a two-hand tool. And it gets wood out of the bush. And it gets wood out of the bush. And that's good with me because it ends up in the woodshed. Uh, have you ever had a wood in the bush, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, to be perfectly honest with you, this is a little embarrassing. But, um, I can't believe yeah, it. It, I, it was yeah, just—it just, I, just I, came I, to me yeah, you know, I, when you I, said I, that. I got I got <laughs> You can't even say it, can you, Cliff? Um, and I was just discovering girls. And so, anyway, dude, uh, I guess we're done for the weekend. Um, it's back to the city, and uh, we'll be back up here again for another. Um, okay, uh, I'm trying to change the subject. Did you notice? <laughs> so, two of the day. Wheelbarrow with a wheel that isn't flat. And no wood in the forest. <laughs> and hopefully your woman is, isn't either. Turkey of the day is a guy who can't merge. Awesome. And, and there's all types of merging jokes we can get into. And for Cliff. <laughs> and for Bruce. And, and hey, let, yo, garden art. Garden getting, art rules. Getting your woody in dude. the bush of the day. I can't believe it, Cliff. We've got to work at garden art. Hey, hey, before you go, Cliff, one last thing. By the way, it's the fall, and it just happens to be Cliff's birthday. Oh, man, you said, you know, you, I had one last year. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I, I bought Cliff a card last year, which I lost. <laughs> but I found it again. And uh, in a previous episode, uh, we talked about the mouse spa and how effective that is. I think we all mentioned uh, as well how Cliff hates to empty the mouse spa. Hey, I emptied the mouse spa once. Uh, exactly, in 20 years. And and he just isn't in a dead mice, especially when they're floating uh, kind of bloated. So the this cart, I can't believe they even produced this cart because I don't know who would buy this cart, but it was absolutely perfect for Cliff. And it has two cats sitting in front of a big bowl, and it says, Ooh, mouse heads must be somebody's birthday. And uh, so that was Cliff's birthday cart. Hey, very apropos, dude. And, and uh, he had a present as well, which was two mouse traps with little stuffed mice. Stuck with their heads clamped Oh, they're the, the best. We've got to hang them on the wall. So, you know, hey, the all guy that have... wrote that card, I'm sure his job was on the line. But I'm sure a week after you bought that card, he went into his boss and said, See, I told you it would sell. <laughs> one of them. Okay, maybe they want <laughs> a number better than one. Anyway, happy birthday, Cliff. Hey, uh, thanks, buddy. You're almost as old as me. <laughs> you know <laughs> something? Poor bugger. You know something? Yeah. No matter how old I get, I'll never be as old as you. Yeah, well, that may be true. It sure is. Hey, Bruce, we're out of here. I think we're done. Is that it? I, Anything I else? I got nothing else to add. Man, I'm going. I that is is the uh, is the beer fridge still got beer in it? Absolutely. Okay, because we're still got to work on emptying. I don't think I need to go get another beer. See you later, dude. Take care. Good night.
Well, I'd like to thank you for listening to Cottage Tech, episode number 17. Got a lot done this weekend. Uh, let's see, what do we do? We helped a neighbor put a sofa bed together. Uh, not a major feat of engineering, but uh, it did take a little bit of thinking. And hey, what the heck, we got free beer out of it, so there's nothing wrong at all with that. you got to like it when you get free beer. Um, after the free beer, well, had nothing else to do but to basically to drink our way down the cottage road. So that was always lots of fun, stopping in, saying hi, seeing who else had beer for us. Um, stopped by the boys next door. Good thing we were close to home by then because... Uh, Man, with two axes stuck in the wood and us three sheets of the wind, um, it probably wasn't going to be a pretty sight. Hey, Bruce thought we should get the chainsaw out, but I figured that might be too dangerous, so let's just throw another axe in and call it cottage garden art. Um, hey, you got like the garden art side of things. That's, uh, that's the best way to go. Anyway, by the time we sobered up, we, uh, we had to go drop some trees in the bush. Um, funny that's where you find them, but that's what we had to do. Uh, thank God we had the wheelbarrow there with us, and uh, we were able to get the wood out of the bush and get it up toward the woodshed so we can split it and get it laid in for the winter. Um, as for that wheelbarrow, yeah, it's a tool of the day, but I don't know, we got to work on that bad boy. I'm getting tired of having to haul the compressor out of the crawl space every time we use it. Going to have to get one of them high-end run-flat uh, run tires for the wheelbarrow. Uh, hey, maybe we need to get speed sensors on and everything else. That should be fun. Anyway, that's it for episode 17. On behalf of Bruce Hansen, I'm Cliff Robertson. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Hope you get to your cottage.